I greet you with the words of Justin van der Vender and the song entitled, I Surrender All. All to Jesus I surrender, all to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live. All to Jesus I surrender, humbly at his feet I bow. Worldly pleasures all forsaken, take me, Jesus, take me now. All to Jesus I surrender, make me Savior, holy thine. Let me feel thy Holy Spirit, truly know that thou art mine. All to Jesus I surrender, Lord, I give myself to thee. Fill me with thy love and power, let thy blessings flow on me. I surrender all, I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. That is a beautiful song for us to be mindful of when we find ourselves alive to serve the Lord. We are looking at the book of Hebrews and the 11th chapter. We are down at verse 32, and we've been there for several weeks, several months, I must say, and we'll be there for several more weeks. And in verse 32, it says, And what shall I say more? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, and of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, and of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets. The one that we are looking at these mornings is the man by the name of Jephthah. And what we have learned from Jephthah is that this man, he made a commitment of faith, the commitment of faith. We will see if we can bring Jephthah to a close today. And we have learned that this man, Jephthah, vowed a vow unto the Lord. And Jephthah's vow involved another life. His vow involved the life of his only daughter. Notice how she responded to the vow which was made to the Lord. In Judges chapter 11 and verse 36, And she said unto him, My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth unto the Lord, do to me according to that which hath proceeded out of thy mouth. For as much as the Lord had taken vengeance for thee of thine enemy, even of the children of Ammon. What a response this young lady did. This young lady submitted herself to her father for him to carry out his vow that was made to the Lord. What a young lady. She so willingly submitted even though she had nothing to do with the vow. But realize God kept his part of the bargain and now it was the man to live up to his commitment. Look at a perfect submission. In Luke chapter number 
1 and verse number 38, here is a reminder, a similar reminder. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Mary submitted herself when she heard that the Lord wanted to use her body for his honor and for his glory. Look at Eli's response to Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 3 and verse 18. And Samuel told him every with and hid nothing from him. And he said, it is the Lord. Let him do what seemeth to him right to do. In our conclusion to all that we have learned, I would like to say that the beautiful thing about this account that caused Jephthah's name to be in Hebrews 11.32 is that he followed through with his commitment of faith. We do not know whether his daughter was actually offered as a bond offering or whether she was simply devoted to a life of celibacy, which means she was a virgin until death not even being married and knowing a man. What we do know is that whatever Jephthah intended, when he made the vow, he performed it to the very letter. In Judges chapter 11 and verse 35, the scripture says, and it came to pass, when he saw her, that he rent his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, thou hast brought me very low, and thou art one of them that trouble me, for I have opened my mouth unto the Lord, and I cannot go back. What a commitment this man made, and oh, how he is willing to follow through. In Luke chapter 9 and verse 62, we are told, and Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand to the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Jephthah's vow involved another life. Many times, when we make a commitment, it involves others. And the response of those are very important to the one who made the commitment. Permit me to give you an example. When I received the call from the Lord to come to St. Martin, after much prayer and serious consideration, I accepted the call of God and made a commitment to come. My family immediately was involved. My wife was not the one who God spoke to. It was me. But her response meant a lot to me. My children also were involved. Their response became very important. Bear in mind, everything about their lives was about to change. But by going along with me and my 
commitment. It was encouraging to me and made it quite simple for us to follow through. They were aware that their lives would change and be different going along with the commitment that I have made. How about your commitment to God? Are you keeping it? What have you committed to when it comes to God and His work? There is so much to be done in the work of the Lord. There is room for everyone to participate in His service. What are your gifts and your talents? How are you using them? You ask God to help you. God helped you. And where are you now? Remember, when there was no job, he gave you a job. When you asked for their job, did you make a commitment to him? Remember, when you were sick, he healed you. When you asked him to heal you, did you make a commitment? Remember, when you were in trouble, he brought you out. Were you like Jephthah? Did you make a commitment to him saying, Lord, if you bring me out, I'll do this or I'll do that? Remember when the family was in disarray and you prayed? Remember how things were when you were back home serving him? He brought you here. How about it now? You remember when that child was so backslidden and you prayed? And he heard your prayer. Remember when you wanted to go off to school? Remember? Did you make a commitment to him? If you are not fulfilling your commitment you made, you would need to go back and remember the place that you made the commitment and what the commitment was that you made. And it is not too late. You can fulfill your commitment. Last question, what question you had in your mind that you could not answer? And he gave you the answer. What about what you committed to God? How will your part be taken care of? God took care of his part. Will you ever need him again? And when you do, then what? In this account, we have noticed Jephthah's vow was a commitment of faith. Jephthah's vow was serious and binding. Jephthah's vow was made in a time of crisis. Jephthah's vow caused him pain and discomfort. Jephthah's vow involved another life. I want to say this morning, I thank God for men like Jephthah, who vowed unto the Lord and kept his vow. I want to thank God for the men and women who made that commitment to God and kept their commitment. God was faithful in keeping his part of the bargain when you spoke with him. When I spoke with him, we too need to be faithful in keeping our part of the bargain. I trust that the life of Jephthah 
would encourage you as you make your commitment to God to follow through. Our Father, we are so thankful that when we commit to you and we ask you, Lord, to do us the favor that we've asked, you did it. And Father, we thank you for those who followed through with their commitment. And for those who are still struggling to do what you require, to do what they have committed to you to do, oh God, I pray that you will help them to see that one of these days we will stand before you. And God, oh, when we stand before you, Lord, we will answer to you. Be with your people this day. Keep us all safe. Meet our needs, dear Father, and help us to serve you from the depths of our hearts. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I trust that you will have a wonderful day today.